Hey, this is Rodney Gage. I'm the pastor of Rethink Life Church in Orlando, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out today. I hope it encourages and inspires you to live with a new perspective, make better choices, and have a greater impact with your life. Here's today's message. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today here at Rethink Life Church. Hey, as always, it is an honor to have you join with us at home today as we worship together. And hey, I am surrounded by some friends and some of our team here at Rethink Life Church. And hey, team, would you give them a round of applause and thank them for being a part of our online experience. And uh, man, we have had an incredible month of August. I realize we are now in September. However, I'm telling you, August was amazing. We literally did something we called a 30-day prayer dare, where we just simply set aside 30 days to press in and believe God and really just to sow into what we're believing God for as it relates to this fall season of ministry. And I just want to say right now, right up front, we have been praying for you. We're believing that this season is going to be a game changer in your life because this fall season is an opportunity opportunity for you to really just, I think in many ways, push restart and really just begin afresh and anew and really embrace everything that God wants to do in you and through you. And so just know, hey, you are prayed over and uh, listen, now's the opportunity for us to really just receive what it is that God wants to do in us and through us. I'll be honest with you, we have had so much to pray for. You know, when you think about it since March, uh, when the coronavirus, you know, all just kind of hit us from, you know, out of the blue and just kind of left us dazed and confused about this so-called COVID-19 thing that nobody had ever heard of. And now all of a sudden, obviously, it's impacted so many people's lives literally around the world. And, you know, who would have ever thought that 2020 would have looked like this, would have maybe challenged us to have to force to change and adjust to so many things that, you know, we often really just sometimes even take for granted. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be honest, even as I'm watching the headline news, and which is, may, may not be a good thing to do, okay? But, you know, as I've watched a little bit of the news here and there, I mean, you can't help but just watch the news and, you know, pay attention to what's going on in the media for more than five minutes before you even begin to realize that, wow, not only has people's lives been impacted on a physical level because of the great sense of loss that's taken place due to the coronavirus and so many other unfortunate tragedies. But just the ripple effect it's had when it comes to people's lives, when it comes to their to their job loss. And so many people have been facing such hardships and challenges, not just in their in their in their vocation and because of the challenges related to the workplace, but obviously financially. And now relationally. You know, so many people have been adjusting to just working through the social distancing. And so many have felt in many ways somewhat isolated, in many ways somewhat just challenged to be able to connect in a way that they've just have been longing to connect. And so not just has it impacted people's lives physically, and not only has it impacted people's lives financially, but obviously now there's a huge mental and emotional impact that has been felt. And so, 
you know, when you think about everything going on, <laughs> you know, to be candid with you, it, it, it kind of gives me the impression as though our whole world in many respects, and maybe you can testify to this in your own life, that maybe you feel like everything is kind of going kaplunk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember not too long ago, um, you know, I saw the old game that I grew up with as a kid. How many of you remember that game called Kerplunk? I mean, it's like one of my all-time favorite games. And you know, when you think about everything going on in our society today and maybe stuff that's going on in your life, you know, the, the, the amazing thing about this game called Kerplunk is it kind of keeps you on edge. You know what I mean? You're kind of, as you're playing the game, you get you kind of get to that place of just, in many ways, being like a nervous wreck because you because the last thing you want to do is kind of pull your you know, that, 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 that piece of straw, you know, that suddenly could cause those marbles to fall and, you know, everything's going great. And then all of a sudden, as the sticks begin to get removed, more and more marbles begin to fall to the point to where all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, life has taken on a whole new set of challenges and circumstances to the point to where our life feels like it has gone kerplunk. Yes. And you know, I just believe that for many of us, unfortunately, maybe you've kind of reached that place in your life. It's as though, you know, if one more thing happens, you know, if there's one more setback, if there's one more challenge that seems to rise up against me or my family or my job situation or my health or my financial situation, it, it feels in many ways as though, you know, all of my life is going to go kerplunk. In other words, I don't have anything there to really support me, to hold me up. And that's really what this message is all about. Today, we're going to be learning, I believe, one of the single most important things that you can do to hold your life together. And you know what it is? I encourage you to jot this down. Hey, if you're taking notes, in fact, right now, you want to be hitting those share buttons, okay? Make sure you hit those share buttons because people that you know whose lives are going kerplunk, they need some hope today. Yes. And they need yes. to know that there is something that's going to hold their life together. And here is the key. This is the secret when it comes to holding our lives together and keeping our lives from going kerplunk as far as maybe the impression that we see in the, in the real world. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You ready for this? Here's what you need. Here's what I need. And here's the key. We need to find a squad to pursue God. Come on, somebody. Hey, we need a squad to help us pursue God. Now, what I mean by that is this. You cannot do life alone. I'm telling you, I've been doing this for a long time, okay? I gave my life to Jesus Christ when I was 18 years of age. And so I've come to the realization in my own life that, you know what, even with the best of intentions, it's hard to become all that God desires for me to be, for you to be, for all of us to be, alone. We need a squad of people. We need to surround ourselves with a spiritual support system, a, a group of people that not only we can do life with, but people who are, who are going to encourage us and inspire us to pursue God within that squad. So here's what I want you to understand. I think this is so important because, you know, we haven't been able to physically meet in a building, so to speak, over the last, really, what, six, seven months since March. 
But I believe that many people confuse what the church is all about. And I believe the confusion is, is they believe, because they are, have been led to believe, that the church is a building that you go to. But I'm here to tell you, hey, the church is not a building that you go to. Listen, the church is a family that you belong to. And so, listen, it's so much more than a building. It's being connected to a family, a squad that's going to help us pursue God in our lives. In fact, let me share with you what the Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans, in Romans chapter 12, verse 5. And he said these words. He said, in the same way... Even though we are many individuals, Christ makes us one body and individuals, notice carefully, who are connected to each other. I love the way the Passion Translation also captures that same verse in Romans 12, 5. In the Passion, it reads this, and so it is in the body of Christ. For though we are many, we've all been mingled into one body in Christ. This means that we are all vitally joined to one another and each contributing to the others. You know what that tells me? What that tells me is that the church, the body of Christ, is a family to belong to. It is a group of people that we are mingled with, a diverse group of people that are uniquely different from one another, and for the sole purpose so that we can help contribute to one another, so we can encourage and speak life into one another. Because why? We cannot do life alone. We need a squad in our lives in order for us to successfully pursue God in our lives. And so I want to share with you quickly four things that are going to help you get connected to find that squad, okay? I like to say it this way, to kind of find some homies, you know what I'm saying? Find some friends, find some people, find some individuals in your life, okay? It's going to help you become all that God has intended for you to be. And the first is this, if we're going to really feel connected and get connected and really be connected in our lives, Here's the reason why it's so important. Number one, it's simply because I need to connect for my own health. I think in this season that we've been in since the coronavirus, as I stated a few moments ago, not only have people's lives been affected physically, but also people's lives have been affected mentally and emotionally because of the social distancing that obviously we have been practicing and having to abide by for safety measures. And I'll, I'll be honest, I have never liked the phrase social distancing when that first was introduced and we were all challenged to embrace that practice. And I get and understand the why behind the what, but it's not social distancing that we need because the worst thing that can happen is when we are alone and isolated or withdrawn from people. We need people. Yeah. We need to be socially connected. We need to be relationally connected. We need to be spiritually connected. We need one another. And so now more than ever, we need to be connected for our sheer sanity. We need the health and well-being, the vitality of knowing that all is well with my soul, my mind, my body, my spirit. For my own health, I need to be connected to people who get me, who understand me, who love me, who are willing to walk through life's ups and downs with me. 
And we need that for our own health and well-being. Do you know that studies have actually uh, taken place? And as a matter of fact, the Department of Health released some stats not too long ago. And here's what they found when people feel disconnected or withdrawn or maybe somewhat isolated in their lives when it comes to relationships and people. Two to three times, they are actually two to three times more likely to die an early death four times more likely to suffer from emotional burnout, five times more likely to suffer from clinical depression, and 10 times more likely to be hospitalized for mental or emotional disorders. So what does that say? What that says to you and to me is that we need connections. We need spiritual connections. We need relational connections with people in our lives for our own health and well-being. And here's the kicker. What you need to realize is that God made you for relationships. God made you to do life with other people. God did not make you in such a way to live your life withdrawn, alone, isolated. No, he made you so that he could love you, so that he could be in relationship with you. And so I just need you to understand that, listen, God has a plan and has a purpose for your life and for mine. And one of those plans is that we be connected with people spiritually and relationally in our lives. And really for two reasons, the two most important relationships that we'll ever have on this side of heaven is our vertical relationship, our relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. And the second is our horizontal relationships, and that is the people that we do life with. This might be our spouse or our family. It could be our coworkers. It could be that squad of people that I referenced a few moments ago, a life group, a support group of people who are there with you when you need people the most. And so the reason why this is so important, because again, the apostle Paul said it this way in Ephesians chapter four, verse 16. I love this. He said, under his direction, you say, whose direction? Under Christ's direction. The whole body is fitted together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body, notice carefully, is healthy and growing and full of love. I love that. So what does that say? That says to you and to me is that, that spiritual and relational connection is not only true to have a healthy church, but spiritual and emotional connections is also true to have a healthy life. And so here's what I've come to realize. I've come to realize that healthy things grow. I guarantee you, chances are, you are not where you could be or you're not where you should be in your spiritual journey if you're doing it alone. As a matter of fact, I would even be safe to say that you are probably not where you could be or should be in your spiritual journey when it comes to thinking that you can do it on your own. The reason why that's important to understand is because God has strategically and intentionally put people in your life not just to help you grow spiritually, but to help you connect relationally 
mentally and emotionally for your own health and well-being. It's a part of God's plan. And so we need to understand that one of the reasons why we are to be you know, connected in our lives is for our own health. But secondly, it's because we need it for our growth. So we not only need to be connected for our own health, but we need to be connected for our own growth. In Colossians 2, verse 19, again, the Apostle Paul said it this way, for we are joined together in his body by his strong sinews, and we grow only as we get our nourishment and strength from God. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, what in the world is a sinew? I thought he said canoe. No, I said sinew, okay? You know what a sinew is? A sinew is basically your muscles, okay? It's your muscles. And so next time you go to the gym, you know, just say, I'm here to work on my sinews. And they'll be looking at you like, what in the world? Say, I'm, I'm here. I'm working, I'm working on my sinews, okay? I'm working on my muscles. And so here's the thing. Listen, believing in Jesus Christ is one thing, but it's not so much about just believing in Jesus. It's a matter of belonging to a spiritual family. So there's, listen, if you believe in Jesus, that's awesome. You're halfway there. But God also wants you to be joined, to be connected to a spiritual body of brothers and sisters. You need a spiritual family in your life. And when you come to know Jesus as your Savior, you are a part of God's new spiritual family. And so with that in mind, one of the things that you see in Scripture that the, that the Bible talks a lot about, especially in the New Testament, is you, you see references of the word body. And the reason why the Bible uses the word body to illustrate so many truths in our lives is simply because, listen, we cannot grow in our lives without being connected. It's like my arm right here, okay? If I were to sever this arm from my physical body, what would happen to the arm? the arm would eventually shrivel and die. Why? Because it lost its life support, its lifeline. It's not connected anymore. Same with my leg. If I were to lose my leg, if my leg was cut off from my body, that leg would eventually shrivel and die. Why? Because it is disconnected from the body, the life-giving source that feeds the arm, that feeds the leg, that feeds every part of our physical being. The same is true in our spiritual Bodies. We need people to help give the life-giving support and encouragement. And obviously, God is the one who brings that, but God uses people to help nourish that in our lives. Amen. And so the church, I believe, is one of the best places to grow in your spiritual journey. I like to say it this way. I believe the church is a school for relationships. You know, we're getting ready to uh, launch our life group season and I'm so excited, and I just want to say that, man, this fall is going to be an incredible opportunity for us to grow, to get connected, to be a part of a squad, a group of people that we can learn from, that we can find support from, from. And, and it's going to be an incredible opportunity. But here's the thing that I believe is unique about being a part of a small group. In fact, I'm going to be leading a group uh, by myself. My wife, Michelle, she's leading a group. We're going to be doing some together with other couples, and we're excited because we get to benefit, I get to personally benefit, and one of the reasons why is because of the diversity of people. 
I don't know how many of you are Enneagram fans, but you know what's awesome about being a part of a small group, I've learned that if you have at least nine people or maybe 10 people, I think there's nine numbers in the Enneagram you know, numeric system there, but if you have nine or 10 people in a small group, here's what I've come to realize. I've come to realize that usually you have all nine personalities in the Enneagram represented. So you got the number seven, who's kind of the life of the party, and man, they just want to have fun. And then you got the, you know, the number one, you know, the number one, they're, you know, perfectionists, you know, they're kind of looking at everything at a, with a little cynicism, you know what I'm saying? And then you got, and then you got the, the nine over here who's full of just mercy and support, you know, and they just want to make sure everybody's taken care of. So you have all of these different people. Why? Because God uses those different people to help us become all that he's intended for us to be. And so with that, here's what the scripture says. I love this in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 27. Again, the apostle Paul put it like this. He said, now all of you together are Christ's body, and each one of you is a separate and necessary part of it. So with that in mind, we have to understand that not only is it necessary for us to be joined and connected to a body of believers, a spiritual family, but it's also necessary for other people that God wants to use to speak into our lives, to help us grow, to help us reach our potential, to help be there to support us in our, in, 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 in when we need it the most. And so with that said, there are, again, there are the first two reasons we need to be connected so we can have our own health and well-being in a healthy place, but we also need to be connected for our own spiritual growth. Why? Because we need people in our lives to grow and become all that God intended for us to be. The third reason why we need to be spiritually connected is also because of our effectiveness. You know, there's only so much you can do effectively on your own. That's why we often say it takes teamwork to make the dream work. Man, it's better to do things together. And we need other people so that we complement one another. So that your strengths can complement my weaknesses and my weaknesses can complement, you know, you know, the areas, or excuse me, my strengths can complement areas in your life that may be weak. We need one another. Why? Because we are more effective when we're serving together and we're growing together and collectively we are becoming who God has called us to be. In fact, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, I love this. The apostle Paul said these words. He said, for we are God's workmanship. Some translations use the word masterpiece. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works, to do the good things which God prepared in advance for us to do. You know, you may not realize this, but I want you to understand that God made you not just so that he could love you and have a relationship with you, but God made you to make a difference. God made you so that you could have an eternal impact on the lives of other people. And the only way that we can do that effectively is when we find our place, when we come alongside a team, a group of people that not only are we doing life with, but we're doing ministry with. I like to say it this way. Hey, your career is what you get paid for, but your ministry is what you are made for. Amen. 
Listen, you are made for ministry. And if you want your life to find joy and fulfillment, listen, if you want to put your head down at night on a pillow and feel just a sense of of really just satisfaction, knowing that you truly are contributing to something bigger and greater than yourself or just the temporary things of this world, let me tell you something. When you are making an eternal impact on the lives of other people, there's no greater joy. There's no greater fulfillment. There's nothing that fills your cup more than when you know God is using you to make a difference in other people's lives. And that's why we do what we do here at Rethink Life. But here's what I've come to realize, you know, as a pastor, I can't do it on my own. You know, we have a wonderful team and a wonderful staff that, you know, God has called and equipped. But here's the thing. You cannot do an effective ministry by yourself. And we are committed to come alongside you to help you find that niche, to help you find that fit, to help you find that place where you really feel like, hey, this is what God put me on earth to do. This is why God has made me unique in the way that he's made me. He shaped me and formed me so that I can do even greater things for his glory. And that's why I'm pumped because this evening at five o'clock, I want to personally invite you to join me and a few of our team members. We're doing something brand new. We're calling it Starting Point. And maybe you're at that place right now and you're thinking, man, this is the time. This is the moment. I need to take a next step. I need a squad so I can start pursuing God. I need to have a ministry so that I can start making a difference. But I don't even know where to start. Well, the place to start is called Starting Point. And it's just a simple, brief conversation that we're gonna have, and then you're gonna have the opportunity on your own schedule, at your leisure, to literally experience some videos that we've placed strategically in such a way that will allow you to discover that true fit, that place, that ministry that God has uniquely wired you for. And so if you really want to feel as though, hey, I'm connecting, I'm joined, I'm now a part of a spiritual family, well, one of the benefits of doing that, it's going to help you with your, with your health and your well-being. It's going to help you grow spiritually in your life. And it's going to help you become more effective because now the church is strengthened because God is using someone like you to come alongside to use your unique gifts and abilities and talents and your passions to make an eternal difference in the lives of other people. That's how collectively we can be even more effective in impacting the lives of other people. So here's the fourth benefit, and that is this. The fourth benefit is that we need to be connected. Why? For our own support. I love what the scripture says in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse nine. Two people are better than one because they get more done by working together. But it also goes on to say that if one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But people who are alone when they fall are in real trouble. Man, I cannot begin to tell you how many times in my life as a pastor where I have seen people, unfortunately, who felt as though their life had gone kerplunk. You know, maybe a, you know, maybe a marriage didn't work out. Maybe a job situation didn't pan out. 
Maybe you were just deeply hurt. There was, a, there was an unfortunate circumstance that you had to face and endure in your life. And you thought, man, how, how worse could it ever be? And you feel like, you know, I'm, I'm alone, I'm isolated. There's no one here to help me, to support me, to hold me together when I'm going through the most difficult challenges of my life. And, you know, honestly, since March, since the coronavirus has hit, so many people have been walking through that mentally, emotionally, spiritually, relationally, even some physically, where they're at is that, you know, I've had to endure a lot. There's been so many setbacks. And some have just been really just gripped with fear and anxiety because of the unknowns of the future. And they feel like they're having to weather these storms alone and they don't have anybody to go to or maybe talk with that really they can just share those concerns and those fears with. Well, here's what's awesome about being a part of a life group. This is what the benefit is. Listen, when you are a part of a squad and you're pursuing God in your life and you're growing and you're beginning to see God suddenly begin to do a a tremendous work in you and through you and all of a sudden you're gaining spiritual confidence. Your faith is being, listen, challenged and you're starting to really develop in your spiritual journey. Here's what happens when you are surrounding yourself with other people. You have a support system, okay, in your life. Guess what? Now you can go through the hardships and the struggles and the challenges and the setbacks. Listen, you can face the unknowns and the fear and the anxiety and all of those things in your life. All the questions that often go unanswered are supported by the people there to hold you up. That's the purpose of being a part of a group, a life support system. Listen, a group of people, spiritual family, a squad, okay, that you need that's going to help you pursue God. Just like we go into the gym and we need a squad of people that's going to help challenge us and push us and help us, you know, develop our bodges. You know, a lot of people say, hey, you need to, you need a squad to help develop your bod, okay? Well, in the same truth, you need, listen, spiritually speaking, you need a squad of brothers and sisters in Christ to help you pursue God in your life that's going to be there when it matters most, that you can learn from, that you can find joy to do life with, that, listen, you, your faith will be strengthened in. And let me end by saying this. 1 Peter 3, 8 says it this way. Finally, all of you should be of one mind, full of sympathy toward each other, Loving one another with tender hearts and humble minds. I love that. Can you imagine just being a part of a group of people that not only where you feel known, but also where you know other people. People that you really have a sense of confidence of being able to just be free to be you. You know, to where you can truly just live with a sense of openness and transparency, knowing that, you know what, hey, I may be going through a difficulty or, you know, or maybe it's a good thing. You know, maybe it's a season of celebration and you got people there to give you the high five, to, to celebrate with you. They're that's willing to weep with you and pray with you and cry with you through whatever it is that life throws your way. So why is all this important? Let me tell you why it's important. It's important because We'll never become all that God is really destined for us to be without us being spiritually and relationally connected. We need it for our health. We need it for our growth. We need it in order to be effective. And we need the support in our lives. 
Why? Because you can't do life alone. You know, 2020 has caused a lot of people around the world to literally stop and rethink a lot of things. And my wife, Michelle, and I, we actually wrote a book called Rethink a Life. And what we've done is we've actually outlined eight key areas in our lives to where when we begin to rethink these important areas, we begin to realize, hey, these are some things that we need to actually focus and build our lives around. And these are eight biblical principles that are going to help you not just rethink your life, but here's the key. It's going to help you see your life with a new perspective so that you can make better choices and have an even greater impact. And we're going to be journeying together through this book. And it's a 40-day Rethink Life experience. And we're going to do it together as a church this fall. And I would encourage you today to take the next step. I want to encourage you right now just to text that number on the screen and say, sign me up. I want to be a part of a group. As a matter of fact, we're going to have all the groups listed on our website so that you can find a group that makes sense. And you know, we're going to have Zoom groups for those that are a little, you know, apprehensive about getting together physically with people. We'll have Zoom groups available and we'll have some that will gather in person for those that are comfortable in doing so. But regardless, we're going to have groups of different stages and seasons in people's lives. Why? So that we can rethink some of the most important areas of our lives and encourage and support one another through this 40-day journey. And so today, I want to encourage you, hey, don't do life alone. You need a squad to help you pursue God in your life. Would you do me a favor? Would you join me in a word of prayer? And as our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed for just a moment, I just want to say, you know what, maybe you're watching this today and spiritually speaking, you know, you're you're a Christian. You've already put your faith in Jesus Christ, but maybe you've kind of gone through some challenges. Maybe you faced some of your own personal setbacks over the last few months, or maybe honestly, if you were just to evaluate where you are on a scale of one to 10, one not being so good, 10 being great, you know, maybe you would say, you know, I... I'm just not where I've been before. I'm not where I could be or should be in my life spiritually. But I need to renew my commitment to the Lord. I need a fresh start. I just need, I need to kind of have a spiritual jump start in my life once again. And that's where I want to challenge you to be a part of this season with us. Maybe you just need to tell God right now. Say, God, I'm ready to start afresh and anew in my life. Some of you here today, you know what? Maybe, honestly, there's some things that you've been thinking about and what it has been maybe challenging you to do is to rethink really what life is all about. And I'm here to tell you, you'll spend the rest of your life and never answer that question until you find the answer in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And if that's missing in your life, I want to encourage you right now, right where you are, just to simply pray this prayer. You can say something like this. Just say, Dear God, I confess that I am a sinner and I turn from my sin. And Jesus, I believe that you died on a cross and you arose again. And today by faith, I invite you into my life to forgive me and to save me and to change me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Hey, if you just prayed that prayer, would you do me a favor? Hey, would you just right now, would you text that number on the screen? 
And here's what I want to do. I want to send you a little form that you can fill out, and I'm going to ask you to send it back, okay? And the reason why is because you'll get a, a little download, a, a PDF that's going to help you receive a little booklet that we've put together that will answer spiritual questions you have and get you on your spiritual journey in a way that's going to help you start moving forward in your faith. Hey, I want you to know we're honored that you've joined us, joined with us today. Let's do life together. Let's experience this 40-day Rethink Life experience together, and let's see what God does in us and through us over the next 40 days as we rethink our lives as it relates to who God has called us to be. Well, thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, it would mean a great deal to us if you would consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. You can click on the share button, take a screenshot, and share it on your social stories. And be sure to tag us at Rethink Life Church. To learn more about our church, check out RethinkLife.com. Until next time, hey, we love you and believe the best is yet to come in your life.